0: Who's introing this thing? Oh, I don't, I don't even give a fuck to yeah, be honest. Fuck. I, so, I feel like we're already stretching classic. So yeah, <laughs> this is probably gonna be like episode two, and we're already yeah. making a huge, huge yeah. like classic, classic? Just, Like legit, well, like legitimately last night, I mm-hmm. was, I was planning on watching this, and I got like caught up watching yeah. Cobra Kai, and you chose to watch that instead. Uh, yeah, 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 that, I mean, that's uh, fair. Yeah, because it's Cobra Kai, and it's really entertaining, and then. Today, when I started watching it, all I could think was I that I wanted to be watching Cobra Kai. Yeah. Find one yeah. of your favorite movies, and I will say this was one of my favorite movies when I was like five, <laughs> and that's understandable. Like, and, and it, it I, you can call it a ca- classic because it is kind of a sports classic. Yeah, like, eh, I don't know. There's, uh, there's. Sports movies that are far more classic than this. I, I mean, it's there's not, baseball movies that are far more classic it, than this. It, it's not Field of Dreams. It's not Field of Dreams. It's not Major League. It's I don't. Is, can Major League be considered I, a classic? It is at least a cult classic. It, okay, it can definitely be a cult classic. It's not you know. It's not Remember the Titans. No, like but, or, or Angels in the Outfield. But for me, when I was younger, this was a movie about my. The Tampa Bay Rays, Devil Rays at the time, who were my team, still are my team to an extent when I watch baseball. And more specifically, it featured the Orlando Devil Rays. It featured the O-Rays, who were local to Orlando, the team, the minor league team that I grew up going to see. So I have nostalgia through that lens. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's fair. Um, anyway, so I guess we should talk about the movie. Yep. It, it is. We, Kirk had me watch The Rookie. Yes. Um, like it's a classic film. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, you could probably consider this a classic to some degree. Most sports movies tend to be yeah. kind of instant classics, but, um, this is probably lower on the totem pole. It it's probably, you know, it, you know, it's a 2002 Disney film. So yeah, <laughs> I feel like that was a weird era for it Disney was. films. Especially the live action. Yeah. Cause it was very, you know, it it, it was kind of that era where they had gotten into the blockbusters mm-hmm. Like, with uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, but when it came to things... Pirates of the Caribbean didn't come out for, like, another two years, I don't think. I don't know. But, you know, th- that was kind of the era where they were starting to, like, look into doing more kind of, like, blockbustery films. 2003. So, this... Pirates of the year, Caribbean came out later. a year later. Yeah. Yeah. I remember them being pretty close together. Yeah. But, like, it, they... Yeah, they just really didn't seem to know what to do with live actions. All their comedies were really safe. Mm-hmm. at the time because i i feel like that's when you got like i mean you got the two that i always get confused with the one with vin diesel and the one with the rocky like the pacifier and then you had those were disney movies and then you had the one where the rock had yeah. his um da- daughter that he didn't know he had mm-hmm. suddenly appear that one was much later was it that one? I want to say was around like twenty ten, two thousand eight. No, 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 because no, I watched it in high school. Already, we're talking about different movies. <laughs> <laughs> I might be thinking of a different one. I think you are. Game Plan, that's the one I'm thinking. Oh of no, I'm thinking about the one seven. where he turns into the Tooth Fairy. The Rock's made some. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock has made some movies with Disney. <laughs> his his <laughs> early <laughs> films, uh, yeah. Anyway, I guess we should talk about this, yeah. which is Dennis had Dennis Quaid in it. Yes. Um, let's let's pull up the IMDb page, something I usually do right away. Yep, I have the uh trivia for it. Oh, here. okay. Well, we'll we'll say the trivia yes. till the end there. Um, The Rookie, this is something, and I... another TV show will come up. Yeah, good classic, man. Like, <laughs> The Rookie with Nathan Fillion, you know, great, great show. Yeah, actually, it, I watched the first season and it was a lot of fun. Never seen it. It's 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 a fun show. Um, here we go. The Rookie 2002. Dennis Quaid, who's probably one of the most vanilla actors uh-huh. out there. Yep. Um, he was an actor who existed in 2002. He still exists. He's uh-huh. a fantastic actor. When is he in now? I don't remember. Exactly. I don't. He exists. <laughs> he does a lot of films that I feel like I don't really, that really aren't, like, my thing. He's one of those actors that, like, Midwestern, middle-aged yeah. moms, yeah. like, yeah. really get into. He does a lot of... Um, he has his niche... And he's he's good there. He's tried, he's definitely tried to break into some like other things. Oh, yeah, he was in 2019's A Dog's Journey. That just kind of says everything you need to know about Dennis Quaid. Is that the one that like multiple dogs died? He was in A Dog's Purpose, A Dog's Journey. He's he's the dog movie guy. (laughs) He's the dog movie guy. So here's just like, I maintain there's only one dog movie, actually good dog movie, and it's Homeward Bound. Agreed. It's the only actually good one. Airbud is okay, but I wouldn't call it a good movie. Yeah, Airbud is fun. Yeah, and it's cute. But Homeward Bound, good. Dog really, movie. I think the biggest issue with Airbud is what it spurred afterward. Airbuddies, yeah. <laughs> the insane. Yep. Number of sequels because at mm-hmm. first like everybody he plays basketball, Everybody two plays football. We're Air already Bud 3 stretching it there. Plays baseball and then it starts to get into there are puppies and mm-hmm. they're going to space mm-hmm. and, and now uh, they talk and now they talk. At, at some point, somebody had to say, okay, these are different movies. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, I do feel like Dennis Quaid does have like that. He's either like romantic comedies or histo- dogs, historic dramas. He's done some like disaster films. Um, but he, he's just that person, he's that actor who has, is is a very good actor, like, everything he says, he says with conviction, but he doesn't, like, he, he, he's, he's just so, like... He's all over the place in some ways. In some ways, but he's always kind of playing, like, somewhat similar characters, Mm -hmm. and he's always... Uh, like the one that all the middle-aged moms yeah. just get really hot and bothered mm-hmm. with, and I feel like that is he's at a time he was the safer Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Robert Downey Jr. is the one that the moms get all hot and bothered for now. Well, yeah, but but uh, it's because he's one Iron Man back in the day. It was Dennis Quaid. There's another actor that I always kind of get mixed with Dennis Quaid, and I can't think of who it is. But like. Um oh Leary. Dennis Leary, who played uh who was in like Spider Man Amazing Spider Man Gwen Stacy's Okay. Yeah, like kay. Dad. Yeah, Captain Stacy. Yeah, he is, he's another one of those people. Yeah. He does a lot of stuff, does a lot of varied stuff but is a pretty safe actor and in general. Like you know he's gonna get a good performance, not necessarily gonna be like the best performance. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's going to be solid. And they've got senses of humor, too. They yeah. kind of know who they are. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when they show up in comedies, they're kind of doing caricatures yeah. of themselves. And I think that's, you know, that's a good thing to have. Uh, then you had Rachel Griffiths Griffiths as his wife. My God, I'm always bad with her name anytime I see it pop up. Who, again, a lot of romantic movies, mm-hmm. a lot of TV show appearances. Um, and her character in this movie. Mm-hmm. Bare- oh. Barely exists. Let me get into her character. Actually, no. know <laughs> what? No. Let's wait on that. Let, let's go into the synopsis. Yes, let's get into the synopsis first. Yeah, because it, w- it will come up in so, the synopsis. Before you get into the synopsis, the note I have from the beginning of the movie is, opens with weird oil story that has little bearing on the rest of the movie. Yeah. That then turns into a weird religion story mm-hmm. that has little bearing on the rest of the movie. <laughs> I mean, I was watching that and I'm like, because I, I, I could see how they could possibly uh, bring that back around. Mm-hmm. And then they did it. Yeah. It it just existed there at the beginning of the movie for like four minutes. Right. And then they there's a little tag at the end with the flowers. And yes. it's never brought up throughout the movie, really. Right. Other a... than the fact that it's set in an oil town. Yeah, it's set in that town, but that's about as far yeah. as it goes. Yeah. So I'm just like, what? I think, it's, I think it is slightly mentioned once. I, and I believe it's mentioned in the general store mm-hmm. when he first moves to town. The yeah. old guy's like, I'm going to tell you a story about... <laughs> Oil and baseball in this town. The stuff with him as a kid, uh-huh. and when he was younger, I barely, I barely caught. Uh, I'm gonna be with honest with everybody, okay? Like normally, I take good notes with these movies. I'm I, awful at taking notes. The, with these the one, movies. like, like uh, both test episodes, I uh-huh. had like long notes. You did, yeah. I had notes, and, and I had uh, six. I was ready <laughs> to go, and then I. I, 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 this one, I like literally the first, to to be fair, this is the first one that you haven't seen. It is like all the other ones are movies that I hadn't seen before. And now you know how I feel watching these movies. The first line came out and, and Shannon had just gotten in town, Uh just gotten her stuff back into the apartment. And the first line comes out of the narrator's, I guess, narrator's mouth. Yeah. I don't know who's telling this story And my first thought was – actually, I said it out loud – was, I'm going to hate this. (laughs) 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 And it's not that I hate sports movies. Like, I want to make that clear. It's not that I hate sports movies. But if I watch a sports movie, I want it to be something where, like, the story that it's telling Mm -hmm. is, like, bigger than the sport itself. Yeah. You know, if it's a mar- like like Rudy with like an, a marginal mm-hmm. like a marginalized person who like you know got a chance that he wouldn't normally get, or um, you know, remember the Titans where it was a huge historic yeah. significance. This was an old dude who got to play a game. This is an old dude who got to play. And a game, I yeah. and I wanted it to be more. And it's not. Yeah, it, it's it, old guy gets to play baseball. It really tries and- to be. Something I read in the trivia, he is not as old as he's portrayed in this movie. Yeah. And when he filmed this, Dennis Quaid was 47. He yeah. looks 47. Ish, yeah. Early 30s, early Yeah. Well, probably uh, like early 40s. The Jim Morris, the baseball player, uh, was 35 when he got drafted-ish, when he made his tryout. When he got back. When he got, yeah. Back, when he got back. Yeah. He was which, 35. Which, which is like it's, 60 it's, in sports years. Like It is towards the end. It is towards yeah. the end of your baseball career. That, yeah, that's like but, that, that's like 50 in, sport, yeah. 50 but in sports. But he's years. not nearly as old as he's portrayed in this film, I feel like. No, I, I could agree. Because they definitely did make it seem like this was a middle-aged yeah. dude yeah. who had no chance in hell. And as somebody in their early 30s, mm-hmm. I'm a little insulted yeah. that they had Dennis Quaid <laughs> playing somebody who's only a few years older than me. Yeah, he's only like me. three years older than you at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not okay with that, Disney. <laughs> Disney, I'm not okay with that. I love you. I'm not okay with that. Anyway, let's get into the actual movie yes, itself. Go on because the I don't want to dwell on it yes. more than I have to. <laughs> He's going to. This is. I'm always like I want these episodes to go faster <laughs> and Phil's like no I could talk about this movie for hours. Now well, and and usually I would say let's have the you know the person who was watching it for the first time go through the synopsis mm-hmm. because it, w- when you do that you you know there's details that the person who's watching it for the first time is going to latch on to and like might focus on that the person who's watched it a million times mm-hmm. might not have. And so like I always think it's kind of good. There are no this- details in this movie. There are. <laughs> Except for the it's, fact, like it's, it's a fine baseball movie. Well, what was it that you said, said about it? Where, like, it was two movies. Yeah, it's it is two different movies. Yeah, like there's the first half of the movie is one movie, and the second half of the movie is a completely different movie. One once he goes to the tryout, it's a completely different movie from there. Yeah, it it would it is a better story. I would argue that the first half of the movie is a better story. Yes, because it is inspiring this team of high school students. To be good at baseball, basically, mm-hmm. and follow their dreams. Yeah. And if it weren't based on a true story that had something after that, I feel like they really could have expanded on that. Yeah, well, and, and made it thing. a movie that is bigger than the sport. This could have legitimately been two movies, like the rookie mm-hmm. and like like the rookie and the rookie two. Yeah, like they could have done that. I know they wouldn't have because it's not the type of movie you make a sequel of. Yeah, this is the type of movie. Although by definition, you can't have a rookie two, right? You I, you could try, but like, there's very much like. I'm watching it and I'm like, this is the type of movie that studios make mm-hmm. because they know Middle America and the Deep South yes. will come and watch it because mm-hmm. it's safe. Yes. And also, and we talked about this earlier, it's G-rated. Yeah. There aren't G-rated films anymore. No. At all. And so the, the unless it's like a Christian film, in which case it doesn't get a major theatrical release, but there aren't G-rated films anymore. Like even Disney films since I believe Finding Nemo... Have all been PG, and like that's the last like. Um, Toy Story Four was G rated. Toy Story Four was G. The newest Lion King was G. Toy Story Three was also G, according to Google. I mean, it's it's top ten G rated films. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fact check Google. Nope, Lion King was PG. Lion King was was PG. Google, why are you lying? Wait, which Lion King? The 2019. Yeah, Toy Story four. Story Toy Story four was G. G, which it that is. A, was there a re release of the of the Lion King in theaters in twenty nineteen? They might have done that just before the because that that might be what this is referencing. But yeah, it's just it's so rare, and it's just because yeah. like G movies have such a um, they have such a stigma around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, They're thought of as kids' movies. Yeah, which, this is uh, mo- looking at this list. It yeah. kind of is because it's Toy Story Four, The Lion King, Toy Story Three, Finding Nemo, right. Monsters Inc, Monsters University. Yeah, well, uh, G G was supposed to G is supposed to be kids. It is yeah. supposed to be this yeah. is general audience, bring the family. But even but once kids even start getting like seven and eight years old, they don't want to see a movie that's rated yeah. G, and that's the majority of like you know children who yeah. are actually going to sit and watch a movie mm-hmm. are going to be like six and older. Yeah, so. You know, they're going to be the ones who verbally drag parents to a movie, you know, once you're like six years old and you can talk. So they aren't going to have, um, they aren't going to want a a, a G movie where a six year old or a seven year old is going to go, I'm a big kid. I don't watch G movies anymore. Even one of the arguably biggest movies for like young children. Oh yeah, Frozen. Yeah. is PG cuz they make a butt reference. Yeah. Oh, I've I've done more research yeah. than I should on this and maybe you, I'll do a video prob- about it yeah. on my on my private page because like not my not my only on my only fans. I'm going to do the whole thing just stark naked. Um Anyway, Jesus. Let's synopsis this. Yes, this, go These, these the synopsis, two movies please. that have the plot, the thinnest plot. Let's, yes. Let's the right. thinnest plot of uh, old man plays baseball. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's the show. <laughs> all right, let's go. All right, uh, well, let's take a quick break. Uh, I'm gonna check some stuff, and then we'll. All right, through. we'll be back after this message from our non-existent sponsor. I'll probably someone just, please pay us. I'm just gonna throw random crap, and it'll be fun. I'm. I should make commercials. You should make commercials. <laughs> Hello friends, this is your buddy Phil um, acting like I'm making commercials even though I'm not. I just want to let you know that we have social media pages on everything. It's going to be your Instagram, it's going to be your Facebook, it's going to be your TikTok. So please go and follow us on all of those. You can find it all under Deceptive Pros. Also go follow us on YouTube, watch our vlogs, our comedy stuff and the ridiculous things that we do. Anyway, uh, I'm going to get on with the rest of the show and uh maybe someday i will record the vocals for this theme eh, who knows welcome back we hope you enjoyed that message from our non-existent sponsor um watch, watch, viagra yeah anyway let's do the synopsis so i can yeah, get, the get fun- through this <laughs> this is going to be a 45 minute podcast like 30 to 45 minute podcast how, how for this long episode have we got now uh that doesn't count because it was running before <laughs> it's shorter than that but yeah. you know <laughs> All right, let's go. Okay. All right, you do the synopsis. I'm not... i I don't want to do the synopsis. <sighs> All right. The do... de- the deal is, you the okay. person that hasn't seen it does the synopsis All either. Way. Right. I did. We did decide that. <laughs> we decided that we're not. I've read every synopsis since we decided that, which means this one movie. <laughs> but I didn't like it. Uh. It it won't find it. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if there's a full synopsis on the imdb old man plays baseball (laughs) that's it okay hang on. old man's dad is an asshole and moves him from town to town while he's a navy recruiter okay (laughs) so since that is pretty much the beginning of the movie so because it does open up with him and i guess his little brother or yeah who we never see again yeah never see again even at at the birthday party he's not there what happened to the little brother the dad was military mm. what happened to the what did he do to him <laughs> throw off a boat <laughs> <laughs> yeet um, do kids still say that I don't know Um. usually I'll like write down most of the synopsis yeah. like I will write it down as I'm watching it Um. but there's nothing about a brother on the guy's wikipedia page really the brother might be fake you know, that one surprised me because there's a lot of things I feel like was, I mean, yeah. with all these biopics, there's always yeah. something that's like, I really want to go see the Kurt Warner. I really want to see the Kurt Warner, uh, What's... biopic that with Zachary Levi is that it, out right now. It was, it, it, it's already been out and I mean, everything. Been... Alrighty. So the, uh, I'm going to read through what the little tiny synopsis is that I found and like yep. try to remember the details of each area. I'll it, help you out. I literally watched this movie an hour ago. Uh huh. It was still on when I got here. Yeah. Kirk, I yes. literally watched this an hour ago, you and I can't tell you a lot of – I can tell you what happened, but I can't tell you the details of what happened. That, that's fair. I, I don't think there are details in this movie. I think I was playing solitaire when he got injured because I don't remember him getting uh, no, injured. No, we never see him get we injured. Him get we injured. don't see him get it, injured. We it, just see him be a little kid and then be Yeah, an adult. There, there's like a – like it goes around an oil rig. So I didn't have a stroke. You didn't have a stroke. It The camera like, like pans around an oil rig. And it's like him a kid, and then, oh, he's old now. And, so let me get this and, and then no, no, the no no exposition. No, let me <laughs> let me let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. They had mm-hmm. a ten minute intro. Yep, about, about uh, flowers and about oil, flowers and nuns and, and oil fields. Yeah. Yep, and blessing the land. Yep. But they would not spend ten oh. minutes. To show his career as a baseball player, nope. even as a montage. Nope. <laughs> they they just completely skipped that. I mean, like, I do know people who love this movie. Like, I've met them, but I also Ooh. grew up in the Midwest. That's, I, like, I, I loved this movie when I was a kid. It has been a long time since I've seen it. I remember. I the, would not say I loved it today. <laughs> I remember the critics not hating this movie i mean it has like a seven seven stars on imdb 6.9 stars i rounded no 6.9 is more fun uh but it does like the majority of them are are seven the majority of the ratings are sevens Uh and eights um let's see what it has here uh let's rotten tomatoes it because they're a good source yeah sometimes no Let, Metacritic. I'm going to do Metacritic. That's better. 6.9 out of 10 is not a whole lot. But, I mean, that's above average. Yeah. That's above average. It's got a 72% on Metacritic. At that, a 7. That, that is high 7, for this movie. And a 7.7 7 user score. Are we just too cynical? I think we're not white enough, which is really... <laughs> On this episode of Two Guys, <laughs> Two White Guys with a Podcast, <laughs> we're not white enough for the baseball movie, apparently. <laughs> but seriously, like, I do want to. I do like doing Rotten Tomatoes for films just because you can see what, like, the critics were saying yeah. at the time when it was released because they have the art. 84% on the Rotten Tomato meter. What are we missing? The critics loved this movie. Like. And yes. 70% audience score in Rotten Tomatoes. And you know what I will say nice about this movie? It's only two hours and seven minutes. And, and like, 20, 50, ten minutes of that is, like, credits. Yeah, yeah. And ten minutes of that is crap about nuns that will <laughs> never come up again. <laughs> the nuns are never mentioned again. You see them walking away at the end of the movie while right. a pan flute plays. Well, what's really funny, too, is, like, they, the way the synopsis sets this up is that it's really based around. So it's, it says here, real life story, Jim Morris, yes. promising young pitcher who was forced mm-hmm. to drop out of the minor leagues because yes. of a shoulder injury. 12 years later, Jim Quaid has become married, high, a Mary Hyde school teacher in Texas yep. and the coach of the school's baseball team. But the, that, that makes it seem like you are going to see his career as a baseball mm-hmm. player when he was younger. You don't. You don't. On. So, he's you. You see his dad missing his baseball games as a child, and you'll write to his dad missing his which baseball games. Is as an such adult. a trope, but I understand. Yeah, it. like I, it's not a trope. I necessarily get mad about because mm-hmm. it does happen. It does happen, uh, but I think what was weird to me is that the dad, usually when a dad, that kind of dad's in there, it's they're a businessman mm-hmm. and they're just like ignoring their mm-hmm. you know. Respons- it, it's hug. Yeah, they're ignoring their responsibilities, but with this. He's in the army. Mm-hmm. You gotta cut him some slack because it's not like it's not like he could skip an army meeting. Well, here's the thing: he's a navy recruiter. Yeah, I I I don't feel like giving recruiters slack, honestly.
1: <laughs> fair enough,
0: fair <laughs> enough. But also, can I just comment? The dad is seventy when we meet him, when uh-huh. Quaid's character is like eight. Yeah. yeah. And he's 70 when we meet him again later. Right. <laughs> Although, I, one of the trivia things I read, he was only five years older than Dennis Quaid. No! <laughs> you have two right. opposite spectrums of aging in that, then, because you've got Dennis Quaid yeah. who aged, like, ages right. still like fine wine. Oh, sorry. Dennis Quaid, or Brian Cox, who plays uh, the father of Dennis Quaid in this film, is actually less than eight years older than Dennis Quaid. I... It's like Bernie Sanders. He found the fountain of old uh-huh. and just has yeah. eternal old, yeah. because like if you look at videos from Bernie Sanders in the 80s mm-hmm. and 90s, he, he, he looked as old as he does now. Exactly. Yeah. So I I think I feel like that's what he had because I the second that the dad turned around, I'm mm-hmm. like, how did they not get a younger actor to play the to dad. play the younger dad? Yeah, because we're skipping ahead, like. 16, 17 years from the beginning at of the movie. Least. Yeah, at least seven, like seventeen years from him playing. Because he's no more than middle school, right? When we see him, so we're in the movie. we're skipping ahead like seventeen years, and the dad looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I joke that I look pretty similar to the way I did fifteen years ago, mm-hmm. but I do look older. Yeah, you ain't Paul Rudd. Yeah, I'm not. I'm close, but I'm not quite there. I'm more Michael Sarah, where you're like, are you aging? You, I think you are. Um, <laughs> not shaving your head would do you favors there, buddy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Mental health is great. You know, every now and then, you have just these moments where you're like, I'm frustrated. I need to get rid of things. And every now and then, the thing that you got rid of was your hair <laughs> with a razor in your bathroom. <laughs> On this mental health break. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to the movie. There's a reason we haven't <laughs> recorded stuff in a while. Anyway, so um, when we join Quaid, his team is they crap. suck. Yeah, they suck. They suck like the team that he ends up on as a major league baseball player. But I think I think they said they that the year before uh, Morris they had one win. Yeah, they had one win, the, and the, the year he started, they had one win. And then he brought. The- I don't know how long he's been a teacher at the school. Yeah, but the team for the past three years have been have had one win, which is I mean so, that was just my school's football team growing up. Like that legitimately was my school's football team. We would go eleven and one or like one and eleven every mm-hmm. year. So like. I I understand that it's frustrating, especially yep. when your school is dumping money yep. into a sports program. Although this seemed like well, and they're dumping it into the other sports program exactly, and they, they make a big deal about oh, it's Texas. They don't care about baseball; they only care about football. Which I don't know that that's true. Ah, Texans I, like baseball, for what do I they? know. From what I mean, definitely not as much as football. I I think that's more of a recent thing with the Astros doing better. Well, I mean, but at the same time, like, I remember, like, the uh, Rangers or or whoever playing the uh, Cardinals in the playoffs, Mm -hmm. like, in 2010 or whatever. Regardless, football is definitely much bigger in Texas than baseball. And in this town specifically... They don't care about baseball. Yeah, and they and – they bre- I mean, it's Texas. They breed people, yeah. like, children to be football mm-hmm. players. They breed them with concussions already. <laughs> exactly. Um, so he makes a bet with his team because he was – what I actually liked about this speech is he was mm-hmm. telling them, like, hey, like, some of you are going to get out of here. Some of mm-hmm. you are going to go, um, be, you know, become – oil drillers and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that you do your dreams but just do it Mm -hmm. and don't give up on whatever you do is where the movie could have been good yes and so i actually really enjoyed that aspect of it but uh and so then they challenge him cats they challenge him to um and they've already found out that he can pitch yeah very well like way better than they thought he could right and he doesn't know his true speed yeah i mean and but I've the, always... they, the catchers the catcher knows yeah it hurts it hurts yeah and like i thought that you know, that was kind of a fun scene i always do love the trope that there's always like the really cocky person on every mm-hmm. team but i don't know how much of that is a trope and how much of that is just true um i anyway. mean i never played sports so sports balls yeah, I mean, uh, I played, like, rec soccer when I was younger, but I sucked, so. Right. So, anyway, his, and this is this is the first movie mm-hmm. in the movie yes. where his team then goes, wins districts, mm-hmm. and so he goes to uh, try out yes. uh, for the majors again. Well, uh, at least for professional teams. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets drafted. He does end up getting, do, going. Uh, they clock him as doing 98 mile an hour fastballs, yes. which is like. 12 in a row, which that is true to the story, I believe. Yeah. Um from what I looked up, that is what he was locked at. Yeah. That is the number of pitches in a row yeah. he threw ninety eight. Yeah. Which oh, is impressive. The other trope with this movie is there's a cute kid. Every sports movie needs yeah, a cute kid. It's the kid. two and a half men kid. Yeah. Yeah. It which I didn't realize until I pulled that up. Yeah. Uh, neither but, did I. I'm like who, this kid looks semi familiar. And then he grew up and went crazy. Yeah. But um Yeah, so like you got the cute kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got the, like, dad with the million and eight things. You've got yeah. the team The, the – first his uh, students giving him trouble, then mm-hmm. his teammates giving him trouble. So, the, I mean, it's just like – this This was kind of a paint-by-numbers movie to yeah. me. Um, well, two of them put together, really. So <laughs> he goes not telling his wife that he's going. Uh-huh. And then when his wife finds out, she's like – Kind of happy at first, and this is my issue with the fucking wife. She gets mad about things, yeah, and then and then goes she just away for twenty it. minutes, and then she comes back and she's like oh I'm really proud of yeah. you, I can't wait. Where the fuck did that come from um two thousand two writing of women in movies, honestly. I get, like, it's just, like... And then she's just straight-up proud of him for the rest of the time, and it's just, like, mm-hmm. you literally... And she just keeps encouraging him to do it. Yeah, you literally went back and forth between, I can't see you get injured again, I can't see this, uh, uh, finances are bad... Uh, mm-hmm. And she bounces between that and, like, go for your dreams so much. I'm, like, watching a tennis match, and I'm, like, is there a mm-hmm. deeper issue that we're not talking about that his wife has bipolar disorder? Like, is there something else we we didn't address in this film that should have been a bigger issue? Um, I, I doubt it. I think that uh, – who wrote this movie? I think that uh, Mike Rich was probably just awful at writing women. His name what else has he done? His name is Mike Rich. His name is Mike Rich. Oh Jesus. Um, he wrote Cars three. That's like me saying, which isn't the worst of the Cars uh, movies. Secretariat. He was a writer on. So he. Does Although of, 2010 Secretariat. So yeah, he does a lot uh, of sports films. Radio. And things like that yeah the nativity uh yep okay. sports that, films that Christian films okay yeah. so two thousand fives the nativity okay so this um, that, that all tracks that explains the nun crap yeah at the beginning and the little tag at the end you know, um, this is one of six movies he was a writer on he did the screenplay for cars three um, he wrote the nativity story 2003's radio 2010 secretariat so sports sports. Yeah cartoons uh, 2000s sports. finding forrester no clue what that is military movie I... Sean Connery late Sean Connery 2000 Sean Connery so you know still Sean Connery yeah League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was to was, was his it? last movie and I enjoyed that I enjoyed it apparently no one else did uh <laughs> it's a great movie people give that movie too much issues anyway so moving on yes um he... Well, be- before we move to the second movie, I yeah. just want to point out, at 7 minutes and 45 seconds, uh, there's a train. And I'm a fan <laughs> of that. <laughs> I think I saw that. I might have been playing solitaire. Um, anyway, so then he uh, goes on gets, uh ends up getting drafted by Orlando Devil Rays. Uh, by the Tampa Bay Devil Rays is the well, major league. Well, it's the major league, one. So but first he, he's he, playing for the Orlando gets, Devil Rays. He gets drafted by the Orlando Devil Rays at it, that organization. He gets sent to the Double A team, mm-hmm. the Orlando Rays. Okay. Yeah. So they, they were the yes, the they, they're Rays. the team he got assigned to. Because I know nothing the, about yeah. Orlando's baseball history. So yeah. the uh, Devil Rays were Tampa's, like the the Devil Rays are the Major League team. Mm-hmm. The Orlando Rays were their Double A farm team in Orlando. Um, I want to say it was like 2005 when they moved out of Orlando and to Montgomery mm-hmm. and became the Biscuits. Yep, the Montgomery Biscuits, Montgomery, Florida, uh,
1: Alabama. Alabama. Okay. They're,
0: yeah. Well, that makes. I mean, that kind yeah. of makes sense. Like in St. Yeah. Louis, the Cardinals had the uh, Memphis Redbirds, yeah. that was their Double A yeah. team, uh, and then in St. Louis, we also had the River City Rascals, mm-hmm. who were the Double A team for I want to say the Yankees, something like that. So, which is crazy to think that like it's a thousand miles mm-hmm. away. Um. Anyway, so he goes to play in Orlando. They move him to they. T- like, oh, he gets called up to uh, the AAA team in Durham, uh, which another sports movie, Bull Durham, about the Durham Bulls. Um, nice. But, yeah, so I do know that, like, they it, – it's interesting to me that, like, how quickly he moved up, even though he was kind of doing mediocre. Yeah. But – Well, from what I understand, on the, on the O race, he was doing well. Yeah. After his first game, which is the only time we really see him on that team, mm-hmm. uh, he he pitched well. Ish, yeah. He, he pitched above average for a double-A pitcher. Mm-hmm. So you get called up to the next level. Well, and I, I loved people, like, taunting him as he's, like, going yeah. out. Like, it, 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 at first it kind of seemed like they were taunting him, and then you realize, oh, they're just taunting the team. Yeah. They're just, like, you know, they're, like, hate subscribers. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like. You know they're they're the people, um, on on Star Wars's Twitter, like going off that like Kenobi didn't get wet, yeah. running through a hallway when it's a when he's a fucking yeah. space wizard. Yep. Um, so then I get so they, yeah then he, they call him to Tampa Bay yep. and he p- ends up playing a game in Arlington. Yes, which is factually where he. Yeah. got called up to that's where he made his yes. major league debut yep. for the second time and the whole team apparently no, that was his first time in the majors or his first time in the majors yes. yeah because he was a minor league before yes. yeah and so yeah he gets called up and the whole the whole town goes yep and that's the movie and then there's flower petals at the yeah, end there's flower petals. Oh, his dad also shows up and makes amends like sorry i yeah. missed your baseball games as a kid but yeah. i came to the one where you're making real money yeah now i'm proud of you because yeah. you're making yeah. money after his dad basically told him give up on your dream, right? It's like, oh, you made it. I guess I was wrong. Parents. <laughs> I'm kidding. My parents are fine. So are mine. <laughs> like, somebody we know has traumatizing parents. I, I mean, all of our parents traumatize us to a, a little degree. Bit, yeah. So, sorry, mom and dad. I love you. My one question. They're not gonna watch this. As a kid. Why the fuck did you like this movie so much? It is honestly because I liked baseball as a kid. I was very into baseball when I was a- around the time this movie came out. And specifically, it was about the Tampa Bay Devil Rays, who were my major league team, mm-hmm. and the O-Rays, who were my local minor league team. Yep. I went to see them play at Disney multiple times. And now we have no sports and here. And now we have no sports Except here. Except the Solar Bears and the Magic. That's true. We do have. We do actually have a... We have a minor league hockey. team. We have a minor league hockey team, and we have an NDA NBA team. team. Uh, so yeah, it was. It was really just. I yeah. recognize these things. Like, oh, those are my teams. That's cool. You ever just take a minute to realize how weird of a city this is? Oh, it's fucking weird. <laughs> like, I grew up here. It's fucking. Weird. I don't hate it, but it's a weird. Sometimes city. I hate it. The traffic's getting worse. <laughs> uh, tourists. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, stop moving here. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I mean, like. I don't hate this movie. It's one of those movies... I I don't hate it, but I'm just like, eh. It's one of those movies that, for me, um, the PE teacher wheels in when they don't want to do any work. You know? Yeah. And it's what you watch on, like, a rainy day inside at school. I I would watch this on an airplane. If there was nothing better, absolutely I would. Well, okay, if I hadn't already watched it, it, I would watch it. Because reading the synopsis, I'm like, hey, this is... This seems fine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and like I said, like, the acting in it is good. Like, you know, for the most part, like, Quaid's performance... I mean, Quaid... Even when Quaid's in a crappy movie, he he generally delivers. So, like, you know, I... I didn't hate the acting, but... I, I would watch this on a plane if I just kind of wanted to tune out and it didn't matter. Yeah. If like, I was eh, like, I'm just going to kind of fall asleep. If it to was this. a seven hour flight yeah. and I wanted an yeah. hour and a half, yeah. like an hour long nap. Uh huh. I'm flying transatlantic. I could tune in and out because it's a two hour movie. Uh-huh. Like, that would be perfect because I'm like, hey, okay. And, it, and it's two movies for one. Because you can tune out and come back in and know exactly what's mm-hmm. happening. I did that multiple times. Mm-hmm. You watched me take a pizza out of my oh, oven. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, like, you watched me make he a missed pizza. missed nothing. I missed nothing. I missed five minutes of the film, but I missed nothing. It's it's a movie. It is a movie. I can give it that much. So, you know, I'd probably rank this for me, mm-hmm. like, maybe, like a, a, like, like, a six out of ten. You sure. know? Like, I don't hate it. I have to give credit where credit's due. Like, the acting is good. The writing isn't terrible. Yeah. It is just what it is. It is a movie mm-hmm. made to make the like you know mid middle american white person happy yes and that's what this movie is and there's nothing wrong with that so like like some of these movies like they're just kind of made. you know i feel like there is like a whole demographic Mm -hmm. of people where they just watch sports movies yeah Uh, they will watch different genre of sports movies Mm -hmm. but it's sports movies because i mean like i remember i was in a debate one time with somebody because uh, debating on the internet's a great idea mm-hmm. and you know i mentioned how like racism isn't just overt racism like yeah. there can be other racism and he's like these people like black people aren't dealing with racism watch 42 that's what real racism looks like and i'm like that tells me all i need to know about you as a person that your only understanding of racism is the jackie robinson story yeah. And like, yes, what he went through mm-hmm. was terrible and he mm-hmm. went through a lot of crap, but you don't have to call someone the N-word to be a racist. Yeah. And so also, just, 42. Really good movie. I, I still haven't seen that one. That's one I need to see. And I think we should do it because it's Chadwick. Chad, yeah. Chadwick. Yeah. But yeah, I I just feel like it, this movie's fine. It's not. It's fine. I, I would give it on my uh, negative five to positive five scale, a positive one. Positive it's, it's one. just slightly above okay a positive one yeah positive I, one i could see that either way we're both ranking it somewhere around a 50%, 50 percent, 50 60 like it's yeah i just don't i don't hate it yeah it's, it's just it, it exists it's it, there it's fine to exist but it yeah yeah that's all it is what are the next ones we're doing? So we got, we got Forrest Gump with, yeah. with, with, with the, James. Cause with, Phil hasn't seen Forrest Gump. I've never seen Forrest You've, Gump all what? the way. I've seen bits and pieces yeah. here and there. I've never seen it all the way through. Mm-hmm. And I'm really worried. I'm going to have a similar reaction to that as they do with this. I legitimately like Forrest Gump though. A I lot still of people like do. Forrest Gump is a very good movie. And James likes it far more than I do. I have Forrest Gump. I have Forrest Gump stories that I uh-huh. will actually tell on that episode, okay. uh, and then we're for Halloween we're gonna do the Adams Family. If I can get him to do something else scarier for, at some point for Absolutely Halloween, I will the do fuck it. Not. Or I'll just do something you know else that's like another another comedy horror too because yeah. it's spooky season. And we, honestly, we could do the Nightmare Before Christmas because I've seen it, but I've seen it like once. It's been a long time. <laughs> I will watch Nightmare Before Christmas as many times as as needed to. Actually, we should do Nightmare Before Christmas between Halloween and Christmas. That's true. That'd we should perfect. do it in like November. Yeah. So well, yeah. So we've actually got stuff planned, which is great. And yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you listened, if not, um, you're not here. <laughs> yeah. So oh, the other thing too. Um, with these movies, if, if I can get them on Amazon, I will be streaming uh watch-alongs. This, yeah. Uh, the nights that I watch them, mm-hmm. he be- says this now because I have dual screens and I yeah. can. Did miss. we leave any spot for us to like break into a theme song on the beginning of this? I'll make one. All right, Subscribe to our Twitch channel. <laughs> 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 but yes, I will. I will be. I will be streaming. And now that we have this nice studio space, I will. I am actually going, and I'm getting a putting a TV in here and everything mm-hmm. too. I will be trying to actually like Twitch stream games and different things like that. So. Yeah, so keep an eye out, because we are... Or an ear out, because this is a fucking podcast. Yes. We are going to be actually trying to do stuff. Follow us on everything. YouTube, Deceptive Productions. Uh, our Twitch is Deceptive underscore pros. Oh, uh, uh, we do have a Twitter for this. Uh, we have uh, a Twitter? Yeah, I no, for But It's a Classic. I, I grabbed the Twitter and the Instagram, I believe. Yes, okay, there we uh, go. But it's uh, But It's a Classic on Twitter, and I believe Instagram too. If it's not, take cut this out. I'll let you know, Phil. <gasps> All right. But and and then we're also on Instagram, uh, Deceptive yep. Pros. So Deceptive Pros across the board. You can find us everywhere. We should probably we should probably steal our website name. We probably should. <laughs> anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Bye bye. <laughs>